When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today, we are going to talk about NATO. We're going to talk about NATO and what it means for American influence around the world. We're going to talk about something Congress just did and why it's really important to kind of take note of it. We're going to talk about Trump. And we are going to talk about some universal facts when it comes to foreign policy. When people talk about foreign policy, oftentimes they will have very conflicting uh, views as to how things should work. And a lot of it is based on various ideologies. But the one thing that is universally agreed upon, and there aren't a lot of things that are universally agreed upon, But one thing that is, is that NATO is the building block of American influence and dominance. Okay, Now, you may think that's a good thing. You may think that's a bad thing. But it doesn't matter where you set on the ideological spectrum. You know that's a statement of fact. NATO is that important to the United States. If you are somebody who is on the far left side of things, you probably acknowledge that NATO is is a tool of the establishment. You view it in that way. It's a tool of the status quo, and it is what the United States uses to influence events around the world. And that it is a major component of American power. If you're on the far right and you're like a true nationalist, even though you may look at NATO and be like, you know, those aren't our problems, you know that it is the building block that occurred after World War II that allowed the United States to rise to the prominence it currently has. If you are somebody who just read some books about all of the misdeeds of the United States in foreign policy adventurism. And halfway through the third book, you were just like, you know what? I've seen enough. I'm not going to say that whoever is opposed to the United States is the good guy, but maybe they got a point. If that is the extent of your take on foreign policy, you know that NATO is a major component of American power. It doesn't matter where you're at on the spectrum. You know this to be true. So much so that if you are somebody who is on the far right, you view the preservation of NATO, if you have any understanding of foreign policy, you view the preservation of NATO as just 
of paramount importance. And if you're on the far left, you view it as one of the major goals when it comes to disrupting the status quo to have the United States pull out of NATO. It doesn't matter where you're at. You know this to be true because NATO is a force to be reckoned with. There is no military power even remotely close anywhere in the world that has the capabilities that NATO has. Okay, so now that we're done with this, guess what Congress just did? Congress made it impossible for a president to unilaterally withdraw from NATO, which makes sense given everything that we just said and the idea that people in Congress should be pursuing American interests. That makes sense that they did that. It's weird that they had to though, right? <laughs> I mean, given the fact that Anybody with a basic understanding of foreign policy understands that NATO is a building block of American power. It seems weird that they would need to do that because no president would want to disrupt American influence, American power, American economic stability, and then along the way disrupt the the security of Europe, disrupt the balance of power in the Middle East and the Pacific. I mean, realistically, it's easier to do the things it wouldn't hurt if NATO, if the U.S. pulled out of NATO. And that would be Central and South America. They might actually do better. Africa probably wouldn't see much of a change. But That's it. Everywhere else in the world, it would have an impact. Now, some people would say that's a growing pain that you would have to go through before you get to something better. Some people would say that, you know, it will lead to a bunch of wars. And realistically, they're probably both right. Um, But Congress felt the need to, to prohibit a future president from unilaterally unilaterally withdrawing. Why? And this is the important part. There's only been one president that that was like, hey, I want to do that. (laughs) That's a good idea because I'm a stable genius. So this passed without Republican objection. The Republican Party... (laughs) They didn't oppose this going through. What Republicans in Congress are telling you by pushing this through, by allowing this to go through, by voting for it, in fact, by helping it to get set up um, and get into the bill, is that they believe Trump, if reelected, might do something so ruinous to American power and American economic stability that they had to act. That's what they're saying. There's no other way to read it. So I I think it's important to acknowledge that, especially as Republicans endorse Trump, 
it's important to remember that they're endorsing Trump to energize Trump's base for them. But they actually believe he is somebody who is so inept at foreign policy that they have to preemptively pass laws to stop him from totally undermining the, the United States' place in the world. That's how bad he is. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.